0: and we're live once again this march 21st 2022 and uh joining me here in just a little bit is going to be one miss heather Schaus from uh, Schaus in the house podcast and also the uh, your favorite twitter spaces every uh what is it friday afternoon i think yeah every friday afternoon but uh she's kind of fun, uh, when you catch her around the timeline. So, uh, once she drops in, I'll, I'll put her up, but, uh, got a lot of things going on and, uh, we'll probably be talking about this later with, uh, Heather and everything. Uh, so we still have the, uh, the Russia Ukraine thing going on. And, uh, it's getting a little out of hand. It's getting a little out of hand. Got a lot of people out there saying, oh yes, oh, we need to, uh, shoot down. Russian planes as they're flying over the Ukraine and everything, and uh, people just don't realize that what that actually means—that you know could mean U.S. planes are shooting down Russian planes, and uh, both are nuclear powers, and so we're practically begging for another war to happen. Um, but it doesn't matter because Congress won't declare the war, and we'll just spend money like we're at war, anyways. And uh, then, then, then there's that. So. But uh, it's kind of interesting now because we're all talking about how Putin is this crazy madman type guy. And uh, it was like, oh, oh, we need to get rid of him. We need to get rid of him. So, you know, who's going to replace him? Right. Uh, So this one from the U.S. Sun. (laughs) Uh, Poison plot. Russian top brass plan to poison Vladimir Putin and have chosen his successor according to Ukrainian intelligence. Um, sure, sure. Uh, the chief directorate of intelligence of the Ministry of Defense. Uh, let's see what war was I? The chief directorate of the intelligence of the Ministry of Defense of Ukraine has said that a group of influential Kremlin insiders have been plotting to oust Putin. I'm sure they have. I'm sure they have. So Alexander uh, Bortnikov is uh, said to be the likely successor to Putin, according to the reports uh the goal of the russian elite i like how they use a bunch of quotes here uh is to supposedly remove president from power as soon as possible before restoring economic ties with the west according to the brief ukrainian intelligence service who also claims that the successor to putin has already been lined up in the shape of the fsb director Alexander bortnikov reports the mirror and the powerful insiders are allegedly dismayed at the ramifications of war and sanctions imposed on the russian economy Uh, chief director of intelligence said it is known that bortnikov and some other influential representatives of the russian elite are considering various options to remove putin from power Uh, in particular poisoning sudden disease or any other coincidence not included not excluded i'm sorry Uh, bortnikov who's uh, 70 years old is a uh, close ally of putin and the two men climb the ladder of the russian society together and they both served in the KGB in Leningrad before Bortnikov took over, rebranded security agency. And an in-depth investigation by the Dossier Center uh, claims that Bortnikov's SF- FSB is both the brain and the heart of the Putin regime, a state within the state. Absolutely chilling. And uh, just got word from Heather that she's on her way, but she's having issues. And we just hope that she didn't get the an entire subscription. So, uh, I'm just going to respond to that with a big thumbs down. <laughs> she needs to hurry up. Uh That's okay, because we're, we're just vamping over here. And uh, so, I mean, what do y'all think? What do y'all think? Is uh we're going to go to war with this? Over an area that uh, nobody really had a you know much of a claim to except for russia at one point you know 1783 and on you know that's practically you know as old as the united states for all intents and purposes but i mean what are you gonna do what are you gonna do these crazy people seem to think that shooting down russian planes in an active war zone is like oh well they'll they won't fly because we'll put up a new fly zone it's like okay great you, you made a rule you know you're gonna have to enforce that rule but that's what these crazy people do i mean they, they make a rule and they just expect everyone to follow it All right can't i can't really uh can't really fault too many but uh now joining us <laughs> heather shouse
1: <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's okay that's okay. Dark, Tom Woods comes for us all.
1: I live in the middle of nowhere, so I have to use <laughs> just like this little Wi-Fi hotspot, and it never uh, well, works.
0: And it never works. Well, no. you, you know, gotta love it. Modern technology. It's uh, it's great when it works, and uh, giant pain in the ass when it doesn't. So
1: <laughs> yeah, because uh, you know it's a super smart idea to start a podcast with no real internet. <laughs>
0: right. yeah yeah it's a uh, I, I totally feel you on that one it's like when i started mine i was uh you know just recording from my phone in my car in the middle of the night because i would have well,
1: uh, it was so weird because when you see the link i was going to do it on my cell phone which i knew would be a decent signal right and then when i would try to click the dm from you it wouldn't work i could click every other dm in my chat and it worked fine, but yours would just keep kicking me out of Twitter. It was like, like nobody wanted us to talk to each
0: other. Yeah. I'm telling you, Dark Tom Woods changes up the uh, changes up the tactics <laughs> all the time. Won't let you click on the link. <laughs> Zaps my yeah. internet at some point. Yeah, which uh, he may be responsible for my bad weather coming tonight too. So yeah, we're supposed to bad blood. weather too. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I was getting uh, phone calls and everything all day long. It was like, oh, the schools are going to be closed because we're planning on having a tornado tomorrow. I was like, oh, well, great.
1: (laughs) Thanks for scheduling that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's like today was my first day at the new job. And uh, tomorrow, the second day, I'm going to have to tell them, oh, by the way, I'm going to have to leave early and go pick up my son. (laughs) Fun times. I love it, man. Can you hear me at all? Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: it came in. It was just uh, it froze for a second there.
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry to your audience, that it's not better.
0: <laughs> well, that's okay. That's okay. It's not the, not the worst thing that has happened on this show. I can tell you, <laughs> uh, if it might help, uh, you can maybe turn off the video and, uh, yeah, then they just get to see idea. my face. <laughs> Maybe then at least okay. the audio. Hey, Does that help at all? It it helps a little bit. Helps a little okay. bit, that, yeah, it, it could be worse. It could be worse. I, I've <laughs> I've had it to where it's like both audio and video cuts out, and then you're like, oh, this isn't this good.
1: This sucks. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I that's have a fine. face that's... for radio anyway, so it works better when you can't see me.
0: <laughs> oh hush. <laughs> God. ladies are always so down on yourselves
1: i know right
0: <laughs> yeah it's like one of those things it's like it's like why are you just like outright dogging yourself i mean i'll do it you know the you know self-deprecating humor and everything but i'm just really just trying to go for a laugh it's yeah. like some of you some of you ladies i really got to be concerned it's, <laughs>
1: it's okay. Oh. Like, it's
0: like the third day in a row you've like picked out one little <laughs> fact on your face that nobody else can see
1: well i started getting a zit this morning and i was like mother and i'm not gonna cuss on your show but um I'm- oh you can cuss i've started so- much
0: worse <laughs> last so time i, I checked the fcc feds aren't aren't uh, hanging out in the bushes outside so for sure so uh, tell us about your uh, your show, I guess, uh, multiple shows, because you got your uh, podcast that you do on YouTube, and then uh, you also do Twitter Spaces.
1: Yeah. So I have, like, a, a re- like a regular podcast, and then I have a daily show that I do by myself. Um, and I, so what I do for that, like, my podcast is just interviews, right? Like, if I think something's cool or funny, then I want to interview somebody and learn more about that particular subject. And then my daily show, I go throughout the day, like I capture different news stories that are like salacious headlines, but then when you kind of read into it, it's not really that big of a deal. And then I cover it the next day because it's like things that people might disregard, but are probably important. You know, like the fact that fucking Russia controls like all the oil, all the wheat and all the fertilizer. So... We just keep poking that bear to fuck ourselves later down the road and nobody's paying attention. Um, but so then I do that every morning. Sometimes it gets loaded in the morning. Sometimes it doesn't. It depends on how my internet's doing that day. Um, like today's show is not loaded yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, and then I have uh, a spaces. So, I host a book club every Wednesday night, and we're finishing up Atlas Shrugged right now. Um, we actually have two more weeks left, and we'll have finished the entire book. We started it the first week of January. So, I'm pretty proud that we finished in a book club, we finished Atlas Shrugged in a little over two months. So, I, I yeah, think that's, that's not
0: fun. exactly a, a fast read. You're not right. going to get that one th- in a few hours.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we're going to start the Victim Cult after we finish Atlas Drug. So I'm excited about that. Um, And then every Friday night I do, it's called Liberty Happy Hour. And I just, um, sometimes I do like broad themes, like something that might um, be controversial or trigger some people, like, you know, something that may happen within Liberty Twitter community, or just a broad subject. Like last week I did the urban-rural divide. And kind of let people talk about that and see, you know, where people stand on that and what their thoughts are, just that kind of stuff. And then that show, though, usually runs like I start traditionally, I started about 7 30, and we go till like two o'clock in the morning. So it's, it's that a is, lot.
0: That's, <laughs> that's a touch much, as they like to say.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people really like to talk.
0: Yeah, it's a uh, Twitter Spaces can be like that. Uh, I remember there was a uh, one day where there was one Twitter Space that had gone. I was like I remember getting up in the morning uh, to go do exercise and everything, and I looked down and like a whole bunch of people were in this one Twitter Space. And then uh, that night, it was like I even put in like overtime and was coming home and it was doing kind of late. And uh, you know, it was it was still going on. It was like sixteen hours later. I was like, wow. And still had like over a thousand people in the in the Twitter space. I was like, this is ridiculous.
1: (laughs) Wow, that's insane. I know that a lot of like the Russia stuff
0: (laughs) And we got Um, uh damnation three here. And Heather usually isn't the drunkest person in the space.
1: Actually I I um one of my New Year's resolutions was to not drink for twelve months. So I don't drink at all anymore on my Liberty happy hour.
0: So that's going great. As well, this Liberty happy hour, but you know, it's more like liver happy hour. (laughs) Doesn't have to process all those, uh, all that poison.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, that's, that's actually Um, very good. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's not an easy thing to do. So every time I see no. someone that says, I'm giving up drinking, it's like, okay, great. And then once you do it, and it's like, wow, you, you actually pulled yeah. it off.
1: Yeah, I, I right, haven't have to you, Here we got, got Unironic uh, so...
0: and cap. I came here for the violence.
1: What <laughs> <laughs> violence? There's not
0: going to be any violence, at least not for me. <laughs> Maybe from Heather's side, towards her yeah, internet.
1: I'm a pretty violent person.
0: Totally, totally comes with the territory of living in indiana
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i saw a news article today about some like fucking egg farmer that had a chicken stuck up his ass from indiana and i'm like what are we trying to challenge florida like what is there gonna be indiana man now
0: (laughs) Had a chicken stuck up his ass
1: (laughs) it was alive
0: oh it's like why
1: and he was still unconscious so that he had like there he's being investigated by animal protection services or something like, <laughs> it's like, they're like he's still unconscious I, so we can't ask him what happened oh,
0: Jesus like, how man. did the chicken get there why are you unconscious
1: right oh man eh.
0: okay so had boys and girls in at Indiana. home it, it, if you need to get your rocks off go get a fur glove it's much safer No animals are harmed in the in the production, I guess, except for the one that provided the fur. But other than that,
1: oh man!
0: So unironic and cap again. They're going to Wild West pimp style in Indiana. They joined Ohio and are getting the CC.
1: Yeah. No shit. I was like, why couldn't
0: this been Ohio? Nope. Nope. Got to be Indiana. Yeah, I, I spent some time up there in Indiana, good old Noblesville, if you know where that is. Oh, yeah. yeah I was up there for it's a nice couple area. months. It's, it's not too bad up there. It's not too bad up there. Yeah. I was uh, hanging out with some friends for a few months, and uh, we went out to eat one time, uh, and they took me to a Mexican place, and I was very dubious. I was like, Mexican in Indianapolis? And they're like, yeah, yeah, it's great. I was like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm doubting. I'm doubting. Uh, I'll go. And then uh, halfway through the lunch, like, the uh, tornado siren started going off. And I'm kind of looking around, and I'm like, do we got to get up and run, or? (laughs) It's a clear day. I was like, no, they're just testing it. I was like, okay,
1: yeah, I (laughs) got (laughs) you. Oh, man. So, yeah, I mean, I started my podcast uh, kind of twofold. Like, I was really... So if if you don't know, like before I was pretty conservative. Like I I was a fucking red conservative fucking Republican, like hardcore. And
0: emphasis on the uh, fucking.
1: Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I have a horrible mouth. No. Um.
0: It's it's so, fine. I was, I was in the infantry. I have, I'm telling you, I have heard much worse. I've said much worse. So
1: okay, good. So. We um, so I read a, a report that was given to the Senate with regards to China. And I was so inflamed because there was literally nothing done about it. Like not one fucking person cared at all. Yeah. And so I, you know, my dad died 10 years ago and he was my best friend. And that's who I would call like if I would want to rage about politics, I would pick up the phone, I would call my pops and we'd talk for hours. And he'd tell me, you know, like what he felt like I got wrong. Or, you know, it was just that's who I had my banter back and forth with intellectually. And I was like, you know what, why don't I just go fucking rant on air? Because I don't have anybody else to talk to about this shit. So my first two episodes were solo casts and I fucking hate the sound of my voice. It's like <laughs> yeah, nails most on a chalkboard. And so I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I can't sit and listen to like a whole hour of my own voice. So let's interview some <laughs> other people. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, um, and, and so it just kind of took off from there. But it was really an homage to my father whenever I started. And now it's kind of transformed a little bit. I've gotten a lot more passionate about it because I think there's so many voices. Like, yeah, I could go fucking whore myself out for, you know, popular, you know, whoever, right, to come on and and be like, hey, but the average American, the average citizen, the average individual, their voice gets so lost so frequently. So I'm much more inclined to sit down and have conversations with just regular people doing their jobs. Experiencing life over the course of whatever period of time, so it's—I don't know it's kind of, I guess, my bag is the best way to know how to put it. And that's just me. I'm just a mom in Indiana who hates the government.
0: Well, I mean, that's uh, you're pretty much the epitome of the uh, the regular uh, Josephine out there, you know. <laughs> and uh, it just sounds like you got fed up with. Uh, with some stuff and, uh, you know, kind of came around to, uh, you know, kind of on our side, I would say, you know, the little, little yeah. bit more of the Liberty circles and everything else. And, you know, when, when we all kind of start off, uh, you're either going to be a Republican like daddy was, or you're going to become a Republican, like, uh, you know, your grandpa, but your daddy's kind of like this hippie or whatever. And you're doing right. a little bit of the, uh, rebellion stuff, or are you are just going to go the other way with it? and uh and be a lefty uh, you know and well then, uh, we all then some of us find our way over here and then we're just like it's like man i could have been doing this the whole time
1: yeah my dad had a saying when i was growing up and he said when you live under your parents roof and your bills are still paid by your parents you're a democrat the first time you go out and you pay taxes on your own for the first time you become a republican <laughs> and then after you pay taxes for a really long time you realize that none of it matters, and then you're free.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Very true. I just yeah. remember uh, it was like my first paycheck, and looking looking down at it, I was like, "It's like taxes. What?"
1: <laughs> I don't know I if like, you saw, but I posted this poor I'm not even old that. enough to
0: vote. What is this?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's so frustrating. So what
0: about you? How'd you get into this? Oh, okay. Well, uh, my story is kind of fun, uh, you know, and uh, kind of started off kind of the same, you know, red as red can be a Republican, uh, you know, kind of a uh, little bit dubious of the uh, the Bush crime family. And in 2001, I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, Bush is, you know, running all, all this libertarianish ish uh, type of language, you know, he's not talking about nation building and you know it's like now that the soviet union has fallen we don't really need to be out there in the world uh, being the world's policeman anymore so you know it's like okay well maybe the son is not going to be as bad as his dad was well you know 9 months later it's <laughs> yeah he was, we find out that no he was much worse and stupid on top of it
1: okay. and
0: uh so I had a brief little dalliance with the uh, the Constitution Party and if you thought the Republicans were a gigantic circle jerk you haven't seen the Constitution Party yet so it so <laughs> spent it spent a little bit of time with them and I was like okay well I, I guess I'm just not going to be a thing and then I uh, found out there was a, a libertarian party here in Louisiana decided to uh start focusing my efforts towards there and then in 2018 after going to the national convention here in uh New Orleans, you know, you get, you get kind of, you know, elbow to elbow with some of these guys and you hear some of the side conversations that are going on and, you know, Bill Wild is hanging out there with his tux and his brown loafers and he's just right. says, I I, I got to get out of here, man. Wait, and then so seeing what they just did so to the rest of them. Yeah, and then seeing what they did to uh, Josh Smith to uh, prevent him from becoming the new chair of the party and everything else I was like, man, this is just a gigantic waste of time. <laughs> So I'm out of the Libertarian Party now and couldn't be happier.
1: So did you join the Mises Caucus? Like, is that what... I, could, I don't really... I'll be honest with you. I'm not even part of liberty, libertarian, whatever. Like, I don't... I'm just this homeless person that hangs out by herself, but...
0: No, I mean, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, you're probably going to get way more stuff done anyways that way. But, yeah, this <laughs> the uh, the Mises Caucus, I was around for the beginning of it. I, I was never, like, an actual member. I just was kind of friends with all of those people. Uh, yeah, and, in fact, I even got one of the uh, Bitcoin shirts uh, that the, that they were selling at the, uh, the 2018 convention. Uh, that's <laughs> how I got to meet uh, Walter Block at a uh, – <laughs> We were doing like this 5K at the uh, at the Baton Rouge Zoo, and he come up behind me because he saw the uh, the disobey with the Bitcoin symbol for the B. And he comes right. up, he was asking me where I got my shirt, and I just said, "Oh man, Dr. Block, you are everywhere." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was tickling That's pink great. about that one, but uh, yeah, it was it was hilarious. But yeah, it's like I knew all of those people, like Mike Heiss and everything. I was in the I was in the group. I was never. I yeah, never, like, paid dues or anything to them. I, I drop money to them every now and then. But it's really just to upset the loser brigade, and that's about it. Sure. So. Yeah, whenever I see, like, stupid loser brigade posts going on, it's like, okay, nah, they're getting another five bucks. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm going to offset their bad juju with this. So there.
1: <laughs> so then let me ask you a question. So do you vote?
0: Uh, for me not in the national elections oh she dropped and she's back you still there awesome oh I heard awesome how are we doing Heather Uh-oh. Now she can't hear me. This is not good. Okay, well, I'll uh, wait for her to come back. So, uh, in the meantime, talk about some other things going on in the world, I guess, until uh, Heather comes back into the room. Sorry about this, folks. Uh, you know get technical difficulties and everything else and uh there's not nothing really i can do to control the situation and so we're just going to take the uh marcus aurelius approach and we'll just move on because there's nothing i can do to change it so um got some other stuff uh going back to the ukraine uh, russian thing and uh, let me pull this one up real quick love doing live show prep Uh, This one from the metro. Uh, Mariupol residents deported to Russia as Ukrainian city handed ultimatum. And uh, Russia has been accused of forcibly abducting and deporting thousands of citizens of Mariupol as fears that captives are being shipped to forced labor camps. Now, a lot of this stuff in the news, and I'm just going to say this. uh, You... can't really put any kind of grains of salt into it you know, you know you're know, you not gonna ah, it's just very hard to verify any of this stuff is actually taking place and uh you know uh, i've been on TikTok a little bit with some of the people from you know allegedly the ukraine and whatever they're showing like war footage it's always like very far away you can't really make out what's going on and uh so stuff like this it's 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 like instant uh, you know I don't really think this has actually happened so uh allegedly some of these people are saying that uh, citizens are being taken to uh, Russia as a some kind of like purge and um, I don't know I don't know I'm gonna remain dubious you know there's just no way that we can actually uh, verify any of this stuff is true but uh, it looks like uh, Heather came back in so uh let's see Heather is it working now
1: uh, yeah can
0: you hear me yeah actually i can hear you a lot better now so yay
1: that's exciting
0: yeah no that's okay
1: that's okay
0: like i was saying while while you were out it's like i'm going to take the marcus aurelius uh, uh approach here there's nothing i can do to change the situation so we're just going to carry on and
1: i know i'm sorry i'm so sorry
0: ah, it's it's okay it's just one of those things that happen uh but back to answering your question so um you vote. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do I vote? Uh, not in the national elections. Uh, and it really has to depend on what's going on on the local stuff for me to get out there and cast a vote. So I kind of take the, uh, the Lysander Spooner approach to it, you know, I'm okay. forced onto this battlefield and I have to defend myself in some kind of way
1: sure. if
0: for any, yeah. If for anything else, it's, uh, lodging a protest vote. So, uh, anything to do with taxes, I'll come up, come out and vote for that. And it's the, yeah, it's a uh, state of Louisiana politics or you thought the D.C. swamp was bad and you thought yeah. Chicago was bad.
1: They ain't got nothing on us down here. So right. that makes sense. I, mean, I can't imagine. I have a couple of friends that live in Louisiana and the, the parishes are especially like when you get around New Orleans. It's just a lot of corruption down there.
0: Yeah, it's uh, several of the previous mayors of New Orleans are currently serving prison sentences right now. So
1: <laughs> it's crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. When you get down to that part of the state, um, yeah, the big city politics uh, political machine down there, uh, you know, Democrats have basically ruled that city uh, for decades. And, you know, they're not going to let up anytime soon. And so there's this it's just rife with corruption. You know, this was also the same place that uh, people were being gunned down on a bridge trying to flee Hurricane Katrina. So, I mean, right. yeah, it's crazy. I mean, yeah, it's like everybody's cousin has got like sweetheart deals with the city government. And so they're they're getting paid under the table and everything else. So, yeah, the rest of the state's not too much better, but I mean, at <laughs> least uh, in some parts you can you can actually vote them out, you know, so. Right. But yeah, there was a one day up here, like our, our city council, I was kind of, uh, I've been like talking to people over here and just kind of letting them know that our city council is like, there's no districts. They're all related to each other and they all live on the same street. <laughs> and so they so they finally started talking about districting down here.
1: So it's like a homeowners association.
0: Yeah, practically. Practically. It was like, it was like, wait, what do you mean they're all related to it? I was like, yeah, yeah. It's like that guy's the cousin of that one. That one's the uncle of that one. And wow it was like and they live on the same street i was like yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah that that that, that's how this works over here and uh you know our court uh, for the traffic tickets that they like to write all day long (laughs) to people passing through it's technically not legal so
1: (laughs) it's crazy (laughs)
0: because it violates a home charter of louisiana and you can't really do that (sighs) so
1: okay was really funny
0: i yeah, I ran into one of the uh, one of the city councilors one day, just out in a store, and he goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, I know your house." I was like, "Yeah. Yeah, I know your house too. I know exactly where you live." And just kind of <laughs> left the conversation with that.
1: <laughs> it's like the meme they have homes too.
0: Yes, exactly. Uh shout out to Masha Rothbury up there in Boston who's holding up that very sign. It's like these people have addresses. Yeah. Which it was going up against uh, mass mandates and vaccine mandates up there in Boston. So, though it's,
1: yeah,
0: it's some people say, well, you're threatening them. It's like they're threatening you.
1: Right.
0: You know, if we get down to the grade school level of who threw the first punch,
1: come on. Right. I, I think even yesterday I mentioned on my show, I'm like, who are you beholden to? Like, who is it that at the end of the day you're the one that's responsible for it? And, would you be okay with somebody holding a gun to your face and demanding that you give your money to them at gunpoint yeah. and then be happy about it? And that's what the federal government does to you every day.
0: Oh, and then gaslights you into thinking that, oh, you're, we're, we're going to do good stuff with this money. Yeah,
1: you're, you are – it's for the greater good. You're doing oh. such a great thing.
0: Yeah, and so much evil has been done in that name of – The greater good right right yeah i just think it's really funny when they start doing that i was like well you know we're helping the poor there i was like no no i was like when have you ever seen a federal government employee in your neighborhood asking who is the poorest person on this street and how can we help them you know then they kind of give you that look well they got people that do that i was like yeah you've never seen that person in your neighborhood because they don't exist (laughs) i was like but you know who the poorest person in this neighborhood is and they'll gladly point it out. i was like oh yeah yeah that guy right there he's broke as shit he ain't got nothing
1: right.
0: i was like okay well what can you do to help him
1: stare at him and point and say go find the government they'll help you
0: the welfare office is down that way
1: they're your friends <laughs> <laughs> really So oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, once, so once article get... did
0: you have up there? Go ahead. I'm sorry, oh, that I one I was, you. yeah, I was it was kind of dubious. It came from the metro uh, UK. It was uh, allegedly the Russians are, are kidnapping people in Mariupol and sending them off to labor camps. And of course, like none of this can be verified by anything. And as I was saying, you know, I'm on TikTok a little bit because, you know, I'm young and hip at the age of 42. And. <laughs>
1: I just joined the other day. Somebody oh, told me they're like
0: see, now you're gonna have to follow. Have I know. Follow somebody
1: was like, Heather, you're never gonna get in with the kids if you don't get on TikTok. I've made two videos and been called a racist and and something oh, else. No. I'm like, Well, I must be doing something right.
0: Yeah. If you thought Twitter was a dumpster fire with statists, oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, it's really funny. And then, like, the the few, like, Liberty accounts on there, they're dog shit. Oh, my God. They don't know how to speak. And uh, and you're like, oh, why? Why? I was like, I get it. I
1: spent five minutes on there. and I was like, I can't
0: do this anymore. Oh, See, that's the only reason to come follow me because I like like poking fun at him sometimes. Oh, I do, like, other stuff. Sometimes I'll, like, upload a clip of the show and put it up there. There. (laughs) Yeah.
1: that's a smart thing to do I'm gonna steal that idea and pretend I came up with it all by myself thanks Eric
0: that that, that's it you just (laughs) steal the idea and pretend like you did it and nobody will be the wiser
1: (sighs) oh man
0: yeah so I mean TikTok can be fun you just got to know how to have fun with with the social medias it's like for me Twitter it's a sewer and a dumpster fire and a sewer dumpster fire It all rolled into one. And you're right. <laughs> it's like, okay, you have to have fun with this. All right. So first thing 1st I'm going to make my friends laugh and then I'll go after a blue check. <laughs> I just
1: actually, to, just to I'll kind of be honest. I have curated. I don't really see dumpster fires. Like if I go looking for it um, in a blue check mark, you know, thread or something like that, or, whatever. But for the most part, my engagement is incredibly positive. I've met some really cool people from Twitter. I've really like really deep, good relationships with some people that I've met on here. I would even argue better than, I I always crack the joke. I'm like, Facebook is the people you're friends with in real life. Twitter (laughs) are the people who you wish you were friends with in real life. And so it's just, I don't know. I, I feel like it gives you the opportunity to curate a really good group of people to
0: interact with. Yeah. When I usually go after the blue check, it's because one of my friends has uh, retweeted something and was sure. on them.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, yeah, here recently there was this, uh, this one check. He's has got like over 150,000 follows, which I got to know, like 70% of them are probably bots and paid for. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Because I was, like, looking at some of her posts, like, there's barely any engagement. It's like, engagement, okay, you have yeah. 150,000 followers. You should have likes, like, in the 10,000s.
1: Yeah. Not
0: a few hundred. Yeah. And she had said something stupid, like, uh, it was like, oh, you know, I'm very concerned that my husband's going to go spend time with somebody who's unvaxxed. And what? then we we'll call them anti-vaxxers. And then I was, like, showing in her bio, it was like, kindness, most of all. I was like, really? <laughs>
1: So what bot farm do you work for, bitch?
0: So I screenshot that and just put the uh-huh. just re, just replied this you with uh-huh. a screenshot of her bio right underneath it. Right. And within a few hours, I had several hundred likes. You know, maybe about fifty replies, most of which were positive. Right. <laughs> I was Like I can't believe this person just said this. And I was like, this isn't their bio. I was like, dude, the is there
1: all the time. Every day.
0: Yeah. yeah, it was like a, at some point I had to like mute that thread because I was going after him a little bit too hard on some of the stuff. <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna mute the thread and I'm just gonna leave. Right. Uh, yeah, and never, never ceases to amaze me. It's like some of the just dumb, dumb takes that people put up there.
1: Yeah, and they don't, it's the double down, I think, that bothers me the most. People are so unwilling to ever admit that they're wrong or that they did anything yes, wrong. Yes, I, ha-
0: I have a term for these people. They are called never wrongs.
1: Oh, that's a good one.
0: Yeah, never wrong. And then when they do get proven to be wrong, somehow you're wrong. And then they have to spin how they're actually right. <laughs> it's like, look, it's fine. Admit defeat. You can cry about it later.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. It's not even defeat. Like, when <laughs> did it become frowned upon to take responsibility for your actions or your words?
0: Oh, see, now I have to go put on sunglasses and go do a rant in my truck about okay. kids being graded, graded with green ink instead of red ink.
1: Are you serious? And they,
0: oh, yeah, that was Is like that going on thing? in the 90s. Yeah, in the 1990s, when I was, when I was uh, just a wee lad. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the teachers, you know, said didn't want to upset Johnny's feelings by uh, making his uh, tests bleed red with red ink. So they started grading papers with green ink and, you know, giving him little positive notes at the bottom of the, of the page. And then next thing you know, you grow up a little bit and then you're hanging out with a friend who's uh, at his little brother's soccer game and they're not keeping score at the soccer game. You know, because we don't want to upset anybody's feelings and sure, everybody gets a trophy at the not. end for participating and, you know and then you go over and you know it was, it was really funny because my cause my son was in these uh you know youth soccer leagues and everything right. and uh and uh you know you can see him getting upset and everything and it was like what, what's up what's, what's up buddy it was like ah we're losing I was like you know they don't keep score here he's like he's like dad we're we're keeping score on the bench we know what the <laughs> <score is." laughs> Uh, it was so funny. And then when they... Uh, it was like, oh, I can't believe we lost. It was like, oh, we're not keeping score out right here today. It was like, all oh, the kids now they're, they're keeping score in their minds. So.
1: Do you know that I firmly believe and argue on a regular basis that the reason the world has the problems that they do is because of participation trophies?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's right there. Invention of the microwave. You can get everything you want right, right now, right this second.
1: Well, you know what's going to be interesting? I, I don't know if you saw anything coming out in the last couple days but they're trying to um hint at what's coming from a wheat perspective and they're talking about like oh cookies bread you know oh, yeah. and, and they're they're making it seem like things that are completely trivial but if you go to your pantry and pull out damn near anything that's been processed that has wheat in it and I think that people are going to be incredibly surprised at at how much of what they consume. You were you talking about microwaves and having things instantly, this processed foods world that people have moved into pastas, that kind of stuff. They're oh, just yeah. going to be totally complete. We might get healthier, though. It might be like a good thing. People <laughs> go eat vegetables yeah. and meat. Because they can't get uh,
0: pasta anymore. Oh, Heather, you just stepped in it. You you don't know that you just stepped in it, but you just
1: stepped
0: oh, in what it. Did I, how did they step in it? <laughs> okay, so uh, back in 2016, uh, I was 110 pounds heavier than I am today.
1: Really? And, Congratulations. Uh, yeah.
0: Thank you. Thank you. And uh, the way to lose all that weight is to stop eating sugars, grains, and potatoes
1: yeah
0: (laughs) and uh what's really annoying about keeping all of the sugar out of your diet is uh looking on the back of the label and seeing the amount (laughs) of shit that has sugar in it that you wouldn't think has sugar in it yeah so mayonnaise when you taste mayonnaise you don't really taste sugar but it's there (laughs) right yeah all the salad dressings any kind of salad dressing you want to imagine has got sugar in it and then they like try to hide sugar by calling it a different name so right. one of my favorites was uh i was like okay you know they got this this dressing over here and it doesn't really say sugar on it and then you go and look it up later it's like <laughs> pineapple juice extract <laughs> that's a sugar so uh oh. i was like really getting in big into uh getting a uh, little snacks and stuff but you know snack foods it's it's all sugar grains and potatoes oh yeah basically. So I was like, okay, well, you know, beef jerky, beef jerky. I was like, okay, number one ingredient, brown sugar. Why <laughs> meat doesn't Not have if to you be sweet? Just
1: the straight one, like if you the teriyaki one. It's like
0: that. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, so I found this stuff. It's, it comes from South Africa. It's called biltong. B i l t o n g. Right. So most of the stuff that you find in the store, it's great. It's only got a few seasonings on it: salt, pepper, coriander. Uh, if you want it spicy, then it's got you know chili flakes and stuff on it. Uh, so I was out of the regular brand that I was going to go get. And then, uh, I saw, you know, there's a lot more different varieties of biltong up there. So I was like looking on the back of the package just to make sure. And, uh, I found this one that said, uh, raisin juice. I was like, raisin juice. Raisin is a dried grape. What juice are you getting from this raisin? And of course it's, it's a sugar. Uh, yeah, Oh, man. Yeah. And um, then uh, anything with soy in it is going to inflame you as well, which is actually the cause of the of the weight gain. Your, your body's inflamed. It has no idea what, what's going on with your hormones and everything. So I found out that, uh, like, some of your favorite restaurants out there, it's like, oh, yeah, that, that butter that they put on the steak or the butter that you're going to get with your crab legs. Yeah, it's a uh, soy product called Whirl. It's butter-flavored soybean oil. Huh. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Guess I guess well, I found that one out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like woke up in the middle of the night and like instantly had to go uh destroy a toilet. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um the other thing too, American foods have so many preservatives in them. And oh, yeah. so when I lived in Europe, the food tasted fucking awful. It had no flavor. It was so bland. Yeah. But the reason is because it's good for you, <laughs> and it's not laced with all of this stuff that causes you to be addicted to it. And... Yeah,
0: and that was the other thing that I noticed once I gave all that shit up is my palate improved. Like, yeah. uh, so, like to my son, if he eats a strawberry, he he doesn't. He's like, it's like kind of tastes like a strawberry. And then when I eat it, I was like, dude, are you kidding? This is like the yeah. the sweetest strawberry I've ever had. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And I mean, you just think about like your kids, like the conditioning that takes place too. Like, I'll, and I'll I'll wholeheartedly admit, like I'm a mom, right? And I try really hard to have like home cooked meals on the table every night. But my daughter is a competitive gymnast and she's in the gym three days a week for three hours at a time. So getting home, cooking a meal, they'd be in bed at like 11. So. Um, I have been known on occasion to have to stop at a McDonald's. And the other day, my two-year-old said, mama, I want a burger and chicken nuggets and some apples and some Fridays and a chocolate milk. I was like, (laughs) okay, I'm not going to McDonald's anymore. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's, yeah, once it starts, and the, the food scientists at these uh, corporations definitely know what they're doing. Yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah, when they put on the uh, the bag of Lay's potato chips, it's like, ooh, I bet you can't eat just one. I was like, yeah. Right.
1: Oh, wait, I thought it was guy's Pringles. you thrown so
0: much MSG on there, you're tricking my brain into thinking this is good, you know?
1: Oh, no, that's what you pop, you can't stop. That's Pringles. You're yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, it was all kinds of stuff. I don't know
1: how we got on the subject
0: of food, but. (laughs) We started talking about wheat and, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And government subsidies and everything else. I gave an an entire live uh, talk about this. So (laughs) it's like one of my pet peeves. It's like, yeah, you know, the government's in the sugar and grains business. So, yeah, of course, we get a ton of it. Right. Don't know what to do at all. We even put it in our gas tanks. So.
1: Good luck finding it soon yeah it's like it's getting yeah. turned off real quick
0: <laughs> yeah it's really funny because uh like down here in louisiana it's like uh it's a fairly red state so we don't really get to see the uh the biden i did that stickers too much right okay. yeah and then uh the other day i was at the racetrack and i was uh about ready to, to fill up and i was like oh man this is gonna hurt and then i looked up on the pump and it had a hunter biden stickers it was like the gas prices right now it was, i just busted out laughing so hard oh
1: wow
0: i was like oh i finally found one in the wild
1: <laughs> well every pump that i go to there's been like 12 ripped off like they're all taken oh, yeah, off of them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah that was the other thing that was the other thing because the, the the hunter biden stickers were like on every single pump and there was one racetrack employee just pissed
1: Oh, that's funny. He's probably like, responsible I don't, for like, taking it off. I, you
0: know, they were just, just mad. It was like, I agree with this statement, but Jesus, use a better material that just peels off in one thing.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> you know, out there with a razor blade trying to scrape it off. <laughs> oh,
1: Jesus. That would suck so bad.
0: Got the in, got the industrial strength uh, goo going. <laughs> just spray on the adhesive. <laughs> of Oh, and crazy. I kind of agree with that because like peeling stickers is like one of my pet peeves so if it just leaves anything behind.
1: Oh, because, like, they you make know these vinyl stickers that just off. easy peel off. You know? Yeah, like I hate it when you get like a movie or a book or something and it's got a sticker on it and oh. you can't just like easily peel it off and like pieces of it get stuck behind. My O C D yeah. goes into overdrive. I'm like scraping every piece of <laughs> Freaking sticky stuff off of my stuff. Oh, it makes me so mad. Yeah.
0: And then, then you get all the sticky stuff like underneath your fingernails because you were like, yes. scrape it.
1: Yes. And for days, <laughs> like your finger, you look like fucking Clark Griswold trying to like hold a piece of paper or something. You're like, <laughs> keep getting sticky stuff all over your fingers. That, that
0: was a deep cut right there. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know that they show it 24 hours before Christmas, the Christmas vacation when he got the tree sap on his hands. So.
1: Yeah. I actually have never seen them show that.
0: You never seen them show that? Oh, the twenty-four hours.
1: Huh I've seen him do Christmas story with.
0: Um, yeah, that's like the, the latest thing. The last few years, uh, it's either TNT or TBS. They have twenty-four TBS. hours of of uh, Christmas vacation.
1: Christmas
0: vacation or Christmas story? Well. Uh, there's another channel that does a Christmas story and then there's another channel that does It's a Wonderful Life.
1: Well
0: <laughs> So you can somehow it always get stuck on a Christmas story. I
1: didn't even know they had uh, national lampoons. It's crazy. oh Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like it's either T N T or T B S and they do like twenty four hours of it. Catch in for my favorite scene. Shitter's full. Just cousin Eddie. <laughs>
1: Oh, the only man. reason my
0: cousin Eddie is so funny to me is because I have family members that are like this. I know these yes.
1: people. <laughs> the best scene is where they're in the a living room and they get the eggnog and he pulls it up and he touches the, um, the spinny little lamp thing or whatever and knocks all the things off and he's like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, no big fucking deal. He's got his eggnog in his hand. Ah, oh,
0: so funny. Yeah, the other other great scene is like towards the beginning when he's at the boardroom and uh, he's like saying hello to all the executives coming into the room. Yeah. It's like underneath his breath, he goes, hi, good morning, good morning, kiss my ass, kiss his ass, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: there's been a few times I wanted to say that to people before.
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing. If you can pull it off in public... And do a little life bit out of it. Because no one's expecting you to say, kiss my ass, like, in a very pleasant tone. Right. <laughs> they'll just they'll just think of her, oh, yes, hello, good, good afternoon, something like that. Right. Yeah, so when I used to drive for Uber, I would do little life bits like that. Start talking in a strange accent to people. It's so funny. Really? Oh.
1: Okay, yes. so I used to do, like, socially awkward things. So, like, when I would get in an elevator... Instead of staring at the door like everyone, I would turn around and stare at everybody else like I would face in the opposite direction or I would intentionally go like up or down stairs on the wrong side. So you're going down. You should be on the right hand side. I would walk down on the left hand side and like or shake people's hand with your left hand. Like just yeah, little bit like force. <laughs> like I just like create. I should have been an anarchist. Like I just like creating havoc everywhere I go.
0: <laughs> yeah it gets, a, it gets pretty fun when you're doing little life bits like that you know it's like uh, one thing I've noticed with people down here in the south is they don't really like New Yorkers at all but once you get the New York Bronx thing going on people just instantly hate your guts <laughs> <laughs> yeah how you doing yeah you going down to Uncle Earl's I heard they got drink specials on tonight I was like, <laughs> What? where are you from you know, White Plains. Everyone's from White Plains. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's great.
0: Yeah, you uh, pull out um, some, I'd like, my vague Eastern accent European accent the and best. then everyone wants to be quiet in the car. So I think I don't want to bother the the strange European man.
1: There's one book that I used to read to my daughter when she was little. It was called Lady Pancake and Sir French Toast. And the characters all had, like, certain voices. And even to well, this day, to like voices. I have memorized like the way each person's voice should sound. So like French toast was French, and of Lady course. Pancake was like this. cunt. She's like she had this voice. It was like a and, like I, I, <laughs> she was horrible. And um, that to this day, like my daughter still asks me to read that book to her because she loves the accents. Um, my son could give two shits less, but
0: it's it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like I I try to do the voices too, and sometimes it doesn't exactly work. But uh, let's see what this book looks like. <laughs> Lady pancakes, sir French toast. Yes. Yeah, she, yeah, she kind of does look like she would have a little bit of a, a little yeah, bit of an attitude to, so, to her. Uh, yeah,
1: sounds like and she's then, been
0: smoking for thirty years.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And Mr. French Toast, he's like, not the five, get that first. Like, so, like, he's French. She's a bitch. It works out great.
0: <laughs> it's got to be like the over the top French accent. Yeah. Like, people in France don't talk like this.
1: We <laughs> <Oui, oui. Exactly. laughs> People are going to watch this episode and be like, why the fuck did you have her on your show? <laughs>
0: It's what it's all about man gotta have the uh, the back porch <laughs> episodes where we're just sitting there hanging out
1: oh man
0: got some meat on the grill we're drinking you know uh, yeah that's the that's the type of theater that we go for here
1: <laughs> yeah
0: ah yes the theater of the mind
1: <laughs> oh man
0: well, that's probably a good place to leave it off for this evening, and we'll have to have you back on again, maybe when you got better internet. But uh, <laughs> Heather Schaus, go ahead and get your grift on. Tell us where we can find you.
1: Thank you, Eric. You can uh, find my website at www.schausinthehouse.com, and you can also find me on Patreon at patreon slash in the house. in the house.
0: And kind of surprised that you didn't name it what I titled this episode, If the Shouse is a-rockin'. Don't come a-knockin'. <laughs> Don't come a-knockin'. Just walk right on it. I hate you,
1: okay? I'm getting off of here. <laughs> Have a good night, Eric. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you for your patience. Oh, you're
0: welcome. We'll see you around the timeline. Have fun out there.
1: All right. You do take care.
0: All right, you too. Bye. All right, and there she goes, folks. Heather Shouse. Once I get all the links and everything updated down below, you can uh, check them all out down there. And uh, she would appreciate it if you would go check out all of her stuff, especially in the Twitter spaces. Uh, Like like she said, it gets a little bit raucous in there sometimes. Uh, Also, if you want to uh, check out all of my links down below, you can find out uh, all the different ways that you can help support this content creator. Uh, I've got t-shirts, which I'm running a sale right now. Because I got one of those uh, little one-star reviews, and I really love to uh, monetize the haters, as they say. And it was a one-star review that just said, you stink. So if you put you stink in the uh, the, the promo code area at teespring.com, uh, and I'll have a link down here to the Arwak merch store, uh, you can get some uh, really cool t-shirts and uh, a whole bunch of other things, and you'll uh, save yourself uh, 10%. Off your order, so there you go. Uh, I've got a uh, "Have fun staying poor" Bitcoin shirt. Uh, got a uh, shirt that says "Get it done," with maybe a expletive kind of hidden somewhere in there. A little bit of a subliminal thing going on. Also, if you guys want to save yourself 10% on coffee, go to laurenzadi.com. You put in my promo code R-W-A-C at checkout. Save yourself 10%. All orders over 15 bucks automatically free shipping. So, excellent deal in coffee. Uh, so anyways, guys, take it easy, and uh, once again, sorry for all of the uh, technical difficulties, but there towards the end, uh, it seems like her connection improved and everything else, so... <sighs> they all can't be zingers, but that's okay. And uh, we'll see you around the timeline, so uh, anyways, guys, take it easy, and I'll come at you next week with a brand new episode of Rebel With A Cause. Out.